Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so good to have you here. This week, we have an excellent topic. It's where do you find topics for YouTube? I mean, it, it sometimes it's really tough to figure out what you're going to create next. And I'm going to start off with a very good piece of advice. And then we'll dig in a little deeper into some of the other uh, ways in which you can find ideas. But this number one piece of advice that I give most people in terms of a topic is to create a video that the people in the last video that you created would appreciate. Think about that. So the people who watched your last video, what is the next video they would appreciate most? And so that's what I would recommend is your number one methodology of figuring out what to create. But there are a number of ways to go about this, and I want to dig in deep. Hey, hello, everyone who is coming in. Uh, we have folks from Bangladesh and India, and I know we have some from the U.S. and U.K., and thank you all for being here. Uh, we're, we set up our show for 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time this week, but usually it's 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time each week, and I hope to have you here. And at the end, I will answer your questions if you have any, and I have a few questions ready to go from people who have kind of knocked on my door during the week. But looking for different types of topics, and we've certainly heard many times that you should go to Google Trends. That's a great place to look for topics. And it's helpful, but not that helpful. I really do. I mean, it's probably one of the biggest pieces of advice I hear from people. Go to Google Trends and you'll get information. It, it's so, really when you dig down, you don't seem to get a lot of information, at least for the topics that you want. Now, it is helpful to understand if something is more popular than if one topic's more popular than another, if it's going on an uptrend or downtrend, that is something to consider. But I would think that would be more for your whole channel. You know, is the topic you're going to get into for your channel, well, is it on an uptrend or is it a downtrend? And if you're even going to pivot and you're thinking of going into a different area, is that your channel going uptrend or downtrend or the topic in an uptrend or downtrend? And that's where Google Trends is helpful, but if you really want to start digging into where you can find some topics, I, I got to tell you, one place that I like to go to, I like to look on blogs. I, blogs are full of great information, and quite often, they have information that you can really dig deep down in on. Many of the my most successful videos are the ones that straight up just answer a question, quick to the point, and out. Those have done very well, but also... The, the topics that in which you can dig deep into and really answer some questions that maybe other people are not answering. And so when you can go through blogs and blog topics, sometimes you can find a whole series of videos that you can do based on blog topics. And that's what I find very helpful. But not everybody is out to answer questions on their videos. So sometimes we have a, a very... Sp a special niche, which is fine, and we can dig down there. But sometimes we can just start observing, observing around us. What are the things that we see in life that make us laugh? 
What are the, the things that we see in life that make us think a little bit more? And we can put that in, say, Evernote. Evernote is a great program that I've used for years, but there are other notebooks, or maybe you could even have your own journal, and you can write down ideas, because a lot of times we think we're going to remember those great ideas, and then we forget. We forget those great ideas. So if you have a notebook of ideas, just write them down as they come to you. Is it a good idea? Is it a bad idea? It doesn't matter. Just write it down, and then you can do the research using Morning Fame, TubeBuddy, or whatever tool that you like to help you maybe figure out what a better headline would be. Sometimes we have great topics, but they won't work well for two, two ways, really. There are two ways in which we can get more traffic to our website that are the, the main two ways, which are, of course, search and suggested. And we've talked about this in other shows. So for search, we want to think about what kind of a headline will work well in the search engines, obviously, probably a little more keyword heavy in focus. And in suggested, we want it to be something that is going to grab people's attention. So that may not be the topic exactly the way you wrote it down at the time. However, down the road, you can do the additional work and the additional tweaks that you may need to make on that topic or expand that topic. Sometimes when we're thinking of new ideas, we might want to consider extremes. doesn't mean we have to do the extremes, but if we start thinking in extremes and start asking a really good question, what if? Another good question is why? If you have a topic, if your YouTube channel is about something specific, ask yourself related to that topic, related to your niche, what if? What if this happened? What if this was discovered? What if this, these two things were put together? That's the combination code that we talk about, combining two things and pulling them together to, to separate yourself from the competition in the business world. But the same can happen with your YouTube videos, combining unique ideas, combining different things to create something new. Creating something new can be really a powerful way to develop a specific audience and develop yourself as an expert within a field or to develop your own niche. Now, of course, when you dive down really narrow, sometimes there's not enough of an audience, but it, it depends. It depends on what that is and what area that you're trying to uh, attract is really what it comes down to. What are some other things that you can do? I, I'd like to, I like to look at the news. I'd like to see what's happening today. We just talked about trends. We just talked about Google trends, but the news quite often, or even maybe what is trending in possibly YouTube, but also in news feeds, or also say on Twitter, what's happening on Twitter? Maybe that could translate over into your niche. Put in a hashtag or two and see what is the latest conversation related to that topic and then start extrapolating different ideas out of that. Maybe look at that hashtag in that, say, Twitter feed, or 
even look in uh, Instagram. You see what you're, what, what's going on there, what, what's popular there. And then ask yourself, what if? Ask yourself, why? Try to figure out what people would like to know more of. And again, when it comes to entertainment, because we have two types of topics that are the main types of topics on YouTube, although there are many types in general, but it's generally education or entertainment or a combination thereof. But so there, there are many ways to approach a YouTube channel. But ultimately, ultimately, even if you are educational, quite often people really do want to be entertained also. So you need to consider that fact as you go through the process. I like to look at news and then go through and see if I can't find something that I can pull out of what is going on in the news and the trends and apply it. Some of those have been the best videos that I've had. You know, when you get very specific in your topics, it really does make a big difference. When I mean specific, I mean specific company, specific name, something very specific that you're addressing um, versus some kind of a general statement of sorts. I mean, there are times, and some people are really good at this, where you can create a statement that invokes curiosity. And when you can invoke curiosity in your headline, you can pull people in. But then, of course, you have to follow through with that video, whatever the curiosity element is. For me, a lot of my best videos, again, have been very specific, using the name of a company, name of a person, name of something that people would be searching for or interested in if it was suggested to them in their, in their feeds it, next to the, say, the current video they're watching, the up next video is related in some way and maybe another angle that you can present it. What are some other things you can do? Definitely consider creating series of work. Sometimes we, and, and this is true of my many of my channels, I, I will go from one topic to another and I'm not following that advice of saying, oh, wait, uh, what would the people of the last video appreciate in this video? So to help me develop that, I will create a series of videos, maybe four, five, or six videos that forces me, in other words, thinking of it, you know, the playlist and thinking of what are those topics and what order should they be in, and I'll create those videos in that way. Honestly, I can get bored pretty quickly if I do too many of the same type of video, but the fact is YouTube likes that. YouTube likes channels that are very specific and, and can become an authority on a specific topic and that really is important and that's really tough for those who are all over the place as I've often been. I mean, I have an umbrella of the topics that I'm working under, but when I go too far off from that core, I found myself in trouble and I see my, my views go down and subscribers, quite honestly, go down when I do that. And so I have to kind of re, um, just refocus. Another place you can find great topics along that line is to look in your previous topics. Go through what is the number one video that people have watched. Go to the content. It's now it's a content tab where it displays your live in your community and, and of course your current your upload videos. 
what, what are those top videos? And if you haven't made any additional videos related to your top videos, that's probably one of the best places to start. If you have, say, 50 videos and you haven't had a lot of luck so far, 25 videos, but there are two or three that have done the best. Well, then expand on those. That is a great place to start. I think many YouTube educators would probably recommend that as a number one, uh, really the number one thing you should do. Another place you can find topics within your videos are within your videos. Look through your analytics. Look through the duration and the audience and that graph, the audience retention graph, and look for those little bumps along the road, down as people are watching and you see a little bump. What is that? What is that thing that people are rewinding to see again, hear again, want to know more about? That can often lead to an excellent next video because it seems to be something that your audience was interested in. And so that's what I would definitely consider as a, a great opportunity if you really want to dig down deep into what is going on in your videos and you're looking for more, more options. Another thing you can do that I think is really powerful is to, again, look into your analytics, but you can also use a tool such as Morning Fame to help you see what types of videos are being, you know, what type of traffic from what videos are being sent to you. So you can see in your, say in the advanced portion of your YouTube analytics, you can see the videos that are sending you more views. So in other words, that would be under suggested in most cases. What, what is it, what suggested videos, what videos are being suggested that's helpful if you want to get more suggested videos. So if you're looking through your list of your videos and your top videos, take a look. If you want more suggested, then do more of the videos that are getting suggested. If you want more search, then do the same type of videos that are in your search. But if you want to see what videos are suggesting you, that's an excellent way to figure out, okay, these videos are suggesting my videos. These videos from another channel are suggesting my videos and people are actually watching them. Why don't I go over to that channel and see what their best videos are? And from there, maybe you can find a few ideas from their success. Now, you can do this on many popular channels. You can look on popular channels and see what is it they have done that has been successful. But if you have a channel that you're getting traffic from, what do you want to bet that YouTube would be more likely, especially if it's a little larger channel. Let's say you have, you know, 100, 500 subscribers and this channel is 1,000, 2,000 subscribers. And you look on that channel and you say, oh, wow, here's a topic that I could do. It would fit with my channel and their channel. It seems to still be getting traffic. Why don't I make a, a support video or a a straight up very similar video you don't want an exact copy you want to take it make it your angle and, and own it but you can look on those really what are considered cluster channels channels that youtube does consider related to yours and if it 
it's driving traffic, YouTube is probably considering it related to yours. And so if you find some more good topics and you can do that and you can get a lot of really good topics, especially if you can see that, that you know, you get a reasonable amount of traffic. And not only that, the traffic you get from that channel is good traffic, meaning, which is the important part, meaning that the people that come from that channel actually like your videos. Because I get traffic from channels and they come to my, <laughs> to my channel, they see my face and they leave. <laughs> it happens. It happens to us all. We, we all have to deal with the fact that not everybody else's traffic is going to like you. Not everybody else's visitor is going to like you. But if you see that it's working out and that they do seem to latch on to you and do stay around and do subscribe even after they come from that other channel, that's great. And so that's, that's what I would recommend. Although it's okay to look at what other people are doing within your niche, maybe the top YouTubers in your niche. Hey, there's nothing wrong to, to figure out what helped them become successful. What were those topics that seemed to drive their views and help them along the way or their approach to YouTube? But working with some of those videos within your cluster, I think, is also a very helpful way to come up with new ideas for your videos. One of the worst things you can do, certainly, is just to have too many different topics unless you're resigned to just being a search channel, meaning the traffic that you get comes from people searching on all these different topics. And if that's not, you know... You can also, some of us, some of us, I don't think I'm one of them, but I think some of us can rely on our personalities to take people from one video to another. But you have to be really, really good. You have to have something specific that people want to see. And it doesn't matter what you're talking about. You could be singing the ABCs and people still come and watch you. So that, that takes a very special person with certain talent to do that and a lot of personality to do that. So Outside of that, you really do need to really do need to figure out what is it that you how you're going to bring them in, whether again search or suggested. And as I mentioned before um, in previous shows, browse is is your home audience. That's you're wondering who browses. That's your home audience. Those are people who already like you and have come back and wanted to see your next video. And that's really the test playground. And if you pass that test, then YouTube will go on and show more of your videos. So where else? Where else? I, I want to ask you, if you're in the audience, um, what, where do you find uh, ideas? And hey, we have some things coming in. I'll, I'll read those and, and ask questions, answer questions. So where do you find ideas? Uh, I think there are, there are many, many different places. As I mentioned, other YouTubers, the news, different trends, what is working within your channel. These are all things that you can consider as a new way to develop uh, ideas. Be very observant around you. What are things that you see in the world? Maybe problems that you see in the world, or maybe just odd, funny things. Again, depending if you're educational or if you're a, a entertainment channel. All right, let me start answering some questions. Let's see, how do you stay so much motivated in spite of such less subscribers and views for a long time? Uh, you know, I. I get a lot. I get that question a lot, and that's obviously you came over from a video that said exactly that. And, and I, my my response is, how many views and subscribers am I supposed to have? 
And in a lot of times you probably think, oh, well, you've been on for over 10 years. No, I've had a channel for 10 years and I've uploaded to that channel various times, but I haven't been serious about the channel for, oh, you know, for about, I've been doing it for just under four years. And, and I, I'll probably be, have to say this in every single video because there are a lot of videos out there about me, you know, and how long I've been on. And it, it's, they're kind of, it's kind of half true. And it's not to the fault of the people making the videos. They're just observing what they see. Um, but the thing, and, and some of them are, are fine people. I've met them and or talked to them online, and they're great people. A lot of folks from uh, India who have uh, made uh, these videos, and they're, and they're, they're fine. Um, I, I don't mind at all. A lot, a lot. I've gained a lot of new subscribers and met some wonderful people because of them. But you know, the thing is, the average YouTuber takes, based on our friends at TubeBuddy, five years to reach 1,000 subscribers. I'm almost at three in less than four years. Part of it also has to do with what is your topic. See, my topic isn't necessarily one that's going to get millions of views. Not as many people are interested. Even the best in my niche don't even get millions of subscribers or even millions of views. Maybe some of the best will get some hits of 100,000 views or something like that. I have a video with 100 plus thousand views. I have videos with tens of thousands of views. So I'm, I guess what I'm saying, I stay motivated because I love what I do. There, there's the, really the answer to the question. I love creating videos. And the people that want to see my videos, guess what? They'll see my videos. If it's 50 people, imagine 50 people in a room, you know, and uh, that's great. Or 2,700 people who have said yes to you. Or 50 people have said yes to you by subscribing. Again, I'm probably going to have to say that every time because people ask that question. But you stay motivated by not chasing what you think other people want. Um, you do have to be considerate of your viewer, but create, create stuff designed for a specific, specific viewer that you enjoy creating. Otherwise, you will burn out. I actually do have other channels. I have a channel that grew pretty quickly, got to 1,000 pretty quickly, but I burned out. I could have had many tens of thousands of, view, uh, of subscribers. I'll guarantee it on that channel, except I just couldn't sustain it, and I came back to this channel because that's, this is what I enjoy. No matter how many subscribers, no matter how many views, the right people will see it, and I'm happy for all of you for being here. All right, you said, uh, I create comedy videos, and I pick ideas from daily life. Excellent. Excellent. Um, you'd like to see my vlogs. Um, I, I have some. I have a few. I have over a thousand videos. So <laughs> and that, that, in all honesty, you know, I have over a thousand videos and, and people do ask, rightly so, why do I keep going with a thousand videos? But here's the secret. There is no end game. Um, you know, there is no end game. So... You know, the person who gets 100 subscribers now wants 1,000. The one who gets 1,000 wants 10,000. The one who wants 10,000 wants 100,000 silver play button. And the one who has a silver play button wants a million. So what is the end game? And, and you're always going to want more. So just be happy where you are and enjoy the ride and just create and enjoy. Uh, it said, May, I hear this one a lot too. Make a new channel. This channel is freezed. How do you know that? What, what, what makes you think that? That, and I hear that, and I know you say that, uh, you know, out of help, but making it, my channel isn't penalized. 
<laughs> if my channel was penalized, I wouldn't get, you know, the, all the views I get. You know, I, I wouldn't get every day. I mean, I get lots of views from all the different videos. Some are more successful than others. Some are suggested. Some are in search. But it's not frozen. So that that's a myth. That's a myth that some channels, you know... Let me step back. I have heard that there are some situations where that can happen, but that's not the case in my channel. Uh, my videos get the uh, views they deserve. We All of our videos get the views they deserve. And sometimes that is hard to hear. And if my video only gets 25 views, guess how many views it deserves? 25. And that's probably for my core audience. <laughs> that, that, you know, who really cared... And if they watch it all, way, all the way through. But no, your channel doesn't get frozen. And restarting another... I, I have multiple channels. I see how it works. The, I'm not... Me changing... The, the problem is, when you start a new channel, you know what the biggest problem is? You take you with you. I take me with me. And so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm still taking me with me. It's kind of like, uh, you know, a job, you know. The job didn't work out so well, didn't get along with anyone, but if I get a new job, I'll get along with everyone. Nah, it depends. <laughs> depends. You're still taking you with you. All right. Um, well, thank you. Uh, I'm tr truly inspiring. That's uh, really inspiring. It's not an in-game. Everyone always needs more. Right, exactly. You get it. There is no end game to it, and every channel is different. It all depends on the topic. It all depends on you as a YouTuber. It all depends on who you bring into the fold. So, you know, everyone's going... Most people... See, here's the thing. When people say, ha, you should have... And I, and I get this. People say, you should have millions of subscribers compared to what? The thing is, you will see these recommended videos by the best top channels in that niche based on the algorithms that think you're going to enjoy that. You know, winners win a lot on YouTube and you see a small percentage of those winners and then try to compete with them when the reality is 90%, 95% of the other YouTubers that are, are also good, who are also struggling, who are also don't have millions who may be great YouTubers but don't have millions, you're not going to see them very much. They slowly move up the ranks. Many of the great YouTubers were on for three, four, five, six years. Look at Mr. Beast. You know, at the point he was at right now, he and I, you know, when he was on for about three years, I think it was three years, he only had 2,000 subscribers. So I'm beating Mr. Beast right now in terms of time. So don't compare just keep going it's a long game what country am i from i am in the united states i live in michigan so all right well good questions good meaning i'm going to do one more question and we'll wrap up here uh why your channel is growing so very very slowly please contact team, team. <laughs> very very slowly compared to what my channel is going much faster than most channels right compared to what the top people, see, that's, that's the myth that's going back to it. And I appreciate you saying so, and I appreciate your inspiration, but the fact is my channel's growing faster than most. Um, and you don't see the other channels that are growing so much slower because, quite honestly, most of them quit. The difference between me and other YouTubers who've done very, very well, some got in really early on a niche and blew up. Awesome. That's great. Timing is a big factor on YouTube. 
but also um, a lot of times you just got to put in the effort to you find your winning combination. You have to find your winning combination. That's how you're going to win on YouTube. And sometimes it takes a month. Sometimes it takes five years. But the only people who fail at YouTube are the ones that quit. I'll talk to you next time. We'll see you next Monday. Thank you all for being here. It was great to have you chatting. And you know what? I appreciate your challenging questions. And uh, you have a great day. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubelog.com.